Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did You Know What way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine St. Clair. All aboard! Still trying, so, you know. Welcome to the show, Internal Bleeding, who obviously you guys know about because I did this really great introduction for them. Thanks for coming on the show today, guys. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Cheers from Long Island, New York. How you doing, Jasmine? Thanks for having us. What part of Long Island are you guys from? A place called Center Reach. It's literally the middle of the island. Okay, so is that like near suffocation territory or right next, literally down the street, right down the block, right down the block from all those guys. So you actually hang out with them, is what you're saying? All the time, yeah. Those are they're our friends in real life, yeah. Yeah. So do you go to Terrence's like? Fourth of July parties ever? <laughs> we played them. We, Actually, we performed one of them. It yeah. was a wild show. Set a bunch of shit on fire. Did a bunch of drugs. It was awesome. Then the cops show up. Yeah, the cops always show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of scary. So I know that not all of you here are original members. So if you don't mind, I know you also are getting ready to go on tour. So thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to do this. Tell me a little bit about the upcoming tour and uh, you know what we have planned. Go ahead. All right, well, uh, starting tomorrow night, um, we're going out just for about a week. We're uh, in support of a, a band called Sanguisugabog, who has a new album coming out on um, Century Media Records. I think it actually came out last week. It came week. out last week, yeah. Um, they have a new record out. They're a sick, up-and-coming, younger band. They've always cited Internal Bleeding as a big influence. They're popping off. They're making some serious moves, and they're showing some love to the OGs and bringing us out and having us do direct support for the week and uh, a bunch of sold-out shows in the Midwest. So we're fucking ready to rip it, man. We got a hometown local headliner tomorrow in Brooklyn to kick it off, go on our way out to meet up with the tour package. That's going to be a lot of fun. And you guys yeah. are actually the godfathers of slam metal, or should I just say grandfathers, godfathers? Oh, don't, don't say, say don't say, <laughs> don't, say grand, don't, don't say grandfather. Don't say grandfather. That makes me feel awful. <laughs> you're not that, how, how old are you? 54. You're, very, you're young. So um, Thank so it's the Godfathers of Slam Metal. I, I appreciate it. Godfathers. How did you guys get an endorsement from XPW Wrestling? That's what I want to know. Like, what's this whole thing? Because now everyone's asking me, what does it mean to be like an XPW-sponsored band? Um, so as far as I know, so I'm personal friends with uh, Schlack, who wrestles for XPW for uh, a couple of years now. And I've been friends with him for maybe 15, 20 years. Uh, his old band called The Paramedics used to play with my band, uh, my old band Without Remorse. And we've always been uh, very tight, had a good time, always got wrecked together on the road. And then he started his wrestling career 10, 15 years ago, and it's really taken off to new levels. And uh, he's always loved the music that Internal Bleeding has made. And he said, who better than, you know, the kings of fucking street death metal, violent death metal, than to rep for the most violent uh, wrestling promotion on the planet. So perfect fit. I can't wait to uh, do some more stuff with XPW. We haven't really done anything yet. Hopefully we play one of their live gigs out in L.A. or wherever they have another big pay-per-view event. So yeah, we're totally pumped on that. I've been a big fan of Masada for a long time. So it's fucking sick. Masada? You mean the guy that I came the fuck out of the other day? Yeah, I thought I saw you swinging a two by four pretty hard at uh, a bunch of dudes. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, trust me. I, I, was very, I was very nice to him that night. I wanted to go around and introduce everyone because I do put this up on video. I know you're Chris and Chris and you with the little black hat sitting down who I thought was underage. What's your name, sir? 
Ryan. What is it? Ryan. Is this like your first time in a band? No. <laughs> it isn't. You're just so shy. Let me guess. What do you do? You play drums? No. Bass? Bass. What do you play? Bass? Bass. Yeah. I could tell. And what about you guys in the background? You guys with the shades and the dark, dark funeral um, hoodie. Hi, Jasmine. Uh, my Hi. name is Steve Crowley. I do vocals for Internal Bleeding. I've been in the band since 2019. I'm Kyle Eddy. I play drums. And uh, I took over about seven years ago playing drums. Shut up. <laughs> Did you guys actually like wrestling before this whole collaboration? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, he's, he's like, he's like, so I, I, I like wrestling more than heavy metal. I like, it's probably my favorite, you know, extracurricular hobby thing. I love wrestling, uh, you know, every form from WWE to XPW stuff, you know, backyard shit, CZW. Um, I love it all. Um, I mean, I know all these dudes, we grew up, you know, the Hulk Hogan era when we were younger, that shit was awesome. Then that rolls into the DX and the rock and the Stone Cold era and the NWO shit, which was always awesome. I don't know how much more these guys stayed on, you know, I stayed on later into like the Batista years, the Randy Orton years, you know, and I'm still a big fan of everything to this day, like I said, from WWE to XPW and shit. Um, but yeah, I got my ear to the to the pulse of that scene, even more than heavy metal at this point. Like I, I love, uh, you know, I, I watch a lot of the local promotions, um, NYWC out here on Long Island, where uh, Matt Cardona's from, uh, fucking great. They have some great, great wrestlers. A lot of them are in AEW right now. Uh, Dark Order. Um, so yeah, I just love the shit, man. And it's always sort of been wrestling and heavy metal is always sort of always, I mean, like you know better than anybody. It's always sort of had the similar fan base, a lot of crossover. Merch kind of looks the same. It's just, you know, that it's testosterone driven, entertainment driven. It's the most pure entertainment on the planet as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, whenever you see death metal logos, sometimes you just can't read what it is. They almost look all the same. But living in Scandinavia for like 10 years, I could see what they are. I totally know which ones are which band. But sometimes you see these band flyers like, what the fuck is this? Like, who's that? So if you like, if you had to describe your sound, like I know the different genres of metal, but what do you think it is that sets your band apart from, um, you know, whatever else is out there? Two, two things, uh, hooks and grooves. Um, our stuff is, we were, the, we were the first to just just hook and groove and hook and groove and hook and groove all the, all the time. I mean, that's that's our thing. It's not- um, you know, We, we cater to um, have a dangerous live show. We want, you know- we Maximum we, violence. Maximum total violence. This is not, we're not a nerd band. We're not a fucking sit in front of the laptop and write magnum opus kind of music. You know, we're a street death metal band. And um, that's how we've kept it for 30 fucking years. You know, I was a fan of the band before I was in the band because they stood out. Death metal bands, corny dudes, long hair, and their goofy jackets with the patches on it. <laughs> and then I saw these dudes with short hair and baseball caps, and their shows were 10 times crazier than any. I don't, you know, I, I could give any, any death metal band has long hair from the 90s that's corny as hell. Their shows were a million times harder. And it resonated to me as a kid, you know, coming up and wanting to fucking, you know, having testosterone in my in my body and i'm like oh it was it was just a perfect band internal bleeding was like it was like biohazard on steroids and meth simultaneously it was just like ugh, it was everything you wanted and uh just i you know we we just try to keep that rolling 32 years into the game um violence dangerous violent band this is what we want to be yeah well, yeah well that's that's actually a very good um i guess comparison is this what you think you signed up for uh ryan yeah me no, the Ryan. Oh, Ryan. 
Yes. Is this what you signed Get up for? Get off your phones. I like, I like Sam the Brinder or whatever it is you're doing right now. Um, what is this what you anticipated the band being like? Like, why did he even what made what what were you expecting when you joined internal bleeding? Uh to turn this band into a mushroom head worship band. This kid's got a sick obsession with mushroom head, and I sort of understand it, but uh, really, but it's embarrassing. <laughs> no, but for real, but for real, you know, you wanted you wanted to see, you know, yeah, no, this it's, band. A, it's a band that I like growing up. And there's so much potential of this band. So this band was around during the '90s movement when the Cannibal Corpses of the World got mm -hmm. big, and I'd be always respected, but never in the conversation of those bigger bands that you might have heard of. Even the Suffocations, you know, the, those guys are always mentioned first. And in my head, it was IB was always just this standout, just band that connected with real motherfuckers on like a on a visceral level. And if you got it, you got it. And I know you know Ryan was obviously a fan, like you said before, he was in the band too. So we're just trying to make it the sickest version of the band possible, you know. Yeah. And what were you doing before this, Ryan? Were you like in high school or something? <laughs> you know I'm gonna keep yeah. fucking with you. Couple years old. Yeah, got a couple of years off. Junior no, high. Junior high. No kindergarten. His parents didn't know he's here. Um, no, so no, I've been yeah, in another band. I've been in this band for five, five. Years yeah, now. almost five years. Yeah. Jesus. He joined when he was twelve. He's seventeen now. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Time I don't know about this. This is like a really good idea. When you say the '90s, I think of like Metal Church and Wasp at the Ritz. I don't know if you guys went to that show, Overkill, Testament. Um, that was like, those were intense. Yeah, uh, I, Overkill and Testament. I was at that, I was at Overkill and Testament at the Ritz. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Slayer at the Ritz, Dead Kennedys at the Ritz, Circle Jerks at the Ritz, good Agnostic Front at the Ritz. Oh my God. <laughs> so maybe you caught me in the mosh pit because I remember Testament and Overkill, I went crowd surfing and I fell. But like they everyone's so cool back then. Show. They're like, oh, she fell. Let's help her up, you know. And like nothing was violent back then. So when you're saying violence at your shows, are we talking like a mosh pit in Brazil or like a really boring, you know, really? pit in Scandinavia? Because in Scandinavia, it's not like that crazy. Brazil, they get crazy. Yeah. Sure, there's definitely a stark difference. So we, of course, we played all over the planet. You play in somewhere like and you say Scandinavia, but I'm thinking like even like um like the Netherlands. You play and you're killing it. And then at the end of the set, they're like, that, that was fine. You know, and then you sell $4,000 worth of merch at the end of the show. So something worked, but they don't react the same as folks in. So we play in Columbia. And the and night, at the end of the night, there was black hair all over the dance floor from being ripped out of people's heads from moshing and jumping and headbanging. You know what I mean? Like, so, but, the, but as far as danger, you know, I want to see, um, so New York style mosh. I love that. That's what I love. The, the you know, people call it karate mosh. It is what it is. That's what I cater to. It's in my head. It's the kind of that's the fans that I write my music for, pretty much. People who are gonna really express themselves in a violent way in the mosh pit. Obviously, you don't punch girls and all that shit. But I mean, I want to see you flipping the fuck out. Like I want if you're I want to see you, you know, put somebody else in the fucking hospital to yeah. our music. It's Completely lose yourself to the music. That's what we aim for, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't and it doesn't always come across on our recordings, but but live, it definitely. We're definitely a live band. I mean, I, I think our recordings are good, but you 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 can't capture that energy on a recording. You just can't. It's impossible. You know, it's a it's a show that you have to see. I think I think any anybody who's seen us live would would agree with what I just said. So like just, I said, from a fan standpoint, I was in the fan for fucking 15 years before I was ever even in the band. And the first time I saw them, I was like, 
these are bad motherfuckers and their fans are bad motherfuckers and it just it clicked you know yeah maybe like the probably the type of place you don't want to have a show at is like at a jail or something like that like maximum security penitentiary (laughs) imagine having like some kind of a concert there then everything just goes crazy that sounds fun it doesn't it yeah okay i think we should try to sign up for that or like on a military base and just see what happens a military base would be (laughs) awesome because we get a lot of we get a lot i get a lot of emails from the i would guys in the military who listen to us you know, and they send really nice things, you know, oh, I was listening to you drinking to conquer the al- album the other day. Thank you so much for the music. It helps us get through the, this bullshit that we're going through. So it's, it's actually kind of rewarding. I would love to, I would love play. to film a music video out of jail, like the Metallica St. Anger video. <laughs> I know a jail in the, uh, I'm sure your boss, your old boss. Yeah. How do you know a jail like that? How do you know about any jail for that matter? I'm sorry. You just, I'm going to pick on you and it's not bad. He's a, he's a, he's a jail. There's an abandoned uh, penitentiary in Newark. Oh, abandoned penitentiary. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, we we mean a real one where they're like guys that probably want to kill you or I something like that. There, so I don't need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to avoid that, but. Uh... So for the most part, what is like each? This is a question for each of you. During the pandemic, how did it like? How did you handle it? Aside from being immature, or else we wouldn't be alive probably if we weren't immature and crazy. How else did you handle the pandemic, and what did it do to you creatively? Um, okay. So I'll start, I'll start. Uh, it, it killed me creatively. I thought it wouldn't, you know, but it like took all the life out of me creatively, but much less, but I know, (laughs) but Chris and I also started, Chris and I also started during the pandemic. We started, him and I started a podcast called smoke sesh and it, it fucking took off. You know, we, we would get like 50,000 plays on Facebook after we did it. We had no idea why. And like, it was pretty wild. It was pretty cool to, to see that that happened and that helped a lot of people that, thankfully and that helped us. And i think a, that helped us it was a nice release oh. every saturday to fucking be able to talk to a couple hundred or more people every week and it was great but it was it was it was rough especially when when there was that period of the uh when everything was locked down and nobody was allowed outside or you know all the story i know you live in the south they don't do that <laughs> but in new york it's like a prison you know and um that was that that weighed on you after you know after a while. It was kind of cool at first. I'd take my I'd take my classic car out and there'd be nobody on the road and I'd be just Rah! you know. And then after a while, it got kind of like sad that there was nobody out on the road. Uh, yeah. So creativity, creatively, annihilated me. It was the worst yeah. um, stretch of writer's block. And anything I did write, I'd listen back to it and it sounded like I was depressed or sounded like I was fucking struggling through something. And I and we erased probably. A half an hour. I'm gonna say probably half an hour's worth of material that we listened back to that just kind of just wasn't didn't have you know the thing behind it because we could tell we were drained. Um on a other side of that coin, I actually got better at the guitar because I played it every day. So there were techniques and lead stuff that I wasn't able to do in 2019 that I'm way better at now because I sat home and played my guitar almost every day for a year and a half. So I physically got better at the guitar, but creatively it hampered what I wanted to do on the next internal bleeding album. So that kind of sucked. But like you said, as far as uh, getting us through it, thank God for wrestling. Wrestling got us through it. Thank God those fucking, um, even the big companies, they held those shows and they taped them in front of nobody. But thank God they did it for us, fans like us. And it really helped It helped a lot. A lot of those AEW shows that they did down in Florida to nobody, it was like the best part of my week to fucking to watch that for 90 minutes. You know, it really was. So wrestling helped a lot. 
And uh, yeah, I guess um, weed helped a lot too, let's be honest. <laughs> what about and ice cream? I was jacked in 2019. <laughs> ice, I, cream? Ice, cream. ice cream? I ate a lot of ice cream. I was laying down every day for like three years, and now I'm a fat guy. Wait, you had ice cream? Did you just say you're eating ice cream? I think that, that helped a lot during the, during, the, during the pandemic, is what I was saying. But they didn't have gyms that were open, so you were eating ice cream and you were jacked? No, but before, before the pandemic, <laughs> I was jacked. And then I ate ice cream every day for three years, and now I'm a fat idiot. <laughs> It's okay. And then you, sir, with the dark, it's a dark funeral hoodie, right? Yeah, that's badass. Hey, yeah. about time you got I just I played my drums a lot. Mm. I mean, I live up in the woods, so these guys are all down on the island. I live uh, like up in the mountains, and so I just where went out and drank a lot of beer and <laughs> and got through it. I'm in the Adirondack Mountains, up near uh, like uh, above Albany. That's far. So, what about you, you, sir? Uh, for me, it, I mean, I still traveled. Was, there was a lot of restrictions, uh, but I still came to New York several times. And we even did a oh, uh, we did a live stream. Yeah, concert. we did a live stream concert. Yeah, the live stream concert. Went really I well. actually watched it back recently. It's actually way better than I remember. It, it came out so I think yeah. that was it's actually pretty. pretty, pretty cool. Oops, or whatever. <laughs> that was healthy for us because I mean, there was nothing going on. We couldn't play. It had been like a year at that point, and uh, I just remembered wanting to play really bad. And this was. The closest thing we could get to a actual show so it was a little weird i mean we, we were jamming the songs you know full speed and then and talking to the crowd yeah the time, you know? i'm so used to you know the crowd reaction and you know feeding off them and all that and it was and then you'd stop and it's the one the janitor in the back Silent. of the <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 15 or 20 person crew on the event and smattering of uh but they were applause all, helped a little yeah bit, they but. were all you know, head banging and stuff. I could see, like, even though we were under strict, you know, COVID shit, they were still, we were still getting to them somehow. So that definitely helped. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. We just did whatever we could. What about you? Did you like, uh, did, did you have the podcast during that time? I don't, uh, I don't know how long you've been. Um, I was, I have a motorcycle. So I was out riding every day oh, to go speeding and shit. And like, no one's really going to stop you. Then um, I didn't, you know what? I, I didn't uh, do the podcast till actually after the pandemic. I was learning Italian. I was doing other things and I was watching. Molto bene, Then I was watching crime shows and like thinking, hey, like if this never, um, if this never ends, like who do I go out and murder or like who do I go and like kidnap and like give their head to a cartel lord or something like that? I, I really, these are serious things you have to think no, about. As long as you know? the plan. Good to go. What is true? I, I mean, I was still out and about every day, living my life. I was out jogging, I was out walking around. You know, I, it's not going to stop me from doing whatever the fuck I want. Um, it just makes me laugh when you see these fucking retards with masks on in the car by themselves. I still, I still, I saw the other day, I saw a woman driving in her car with <laughs> all her windows up and a fucking plastic face shield. Yeah. <laughs> Like a welder's mask on. I'm like, safety. I'm like, no. oh my fucking God, these people are brainwashed. They're fucking retards. And honestly, like I was getting into fights almost every day and I really didn't care. I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll beat your fucking ass because you're that stupid and that dumb. And you're probably really weak too. To go around with a mask on your face and then the, the little visor and the sun. It's I like the visors. I like the goggles. Clothes. The what? The gloves. gloves when you gloves. see people oh, the gloves. Yes, the gloves. the gloves. Okay, sure. You know, as if the germs don't get on the gloves. <laughs> you know that I'm I'm walking down the street and just this 
these two fags are these you whatever these two fags are there and it's like oh um you know, put your mask on i said shut your fucking mouth like don't tell me don't come to my neighborhood and tell me what to do and this what you know they always think it's a female that's the most a petite female too that is um you know the most approachable person okay i'm five seven but I, i'm very tiny though like you saw schlack throw me like a rag doll so i'm small so um which is not fun but it's like you're gonna come up to me i will get in your face and i'm crazy it's pandemic time you probably don't want to do that yeah there were no rules then i believe you pull somebody's oh right no out. there's still no rules come on. <laughs> it's jasmine's <laughs> rules <laughs> it's yeah. the jasmine rules now i communicate a lot with my friends um you know some of my friends didn't want to hang out because they were scared it's like fine fuck you i don't speak to them now so like i know who my weak friends were and the cool friends were and like who i want in my life and like if shit goes crazy, I'll know who's hanging out and like going, you know, going to war and shooting guns with me and who's not. So that's like, that was kind of a true test of people's um, bravery and their character. I, uh, I, I, I watched, a lot of motherfuckers, a real, a lot of, only the real motherfuckers like lasted through it. And I, I did lose a couple of fucking you know, uh, fair weather friends over the course of it that I was like, well, it's not how this shit's going to be forever, dog. So like, you know, figure it out, you know? You know, we think we thought it was. I have a one woman show. I was in the middle of a tour and like three dates got canceled. So I knew it wasn't that. And I'm like, fine, I'm just going to chill out and just do whatever. So that was it. What about you? What did you do, youngster? Youngster. Uh, I worked and went to parties every weekend. So work doing, wait, where, where are you living that you're able to work during the pandemic? And what kind of work were you doing? I was doing high end residential painting and construction. No. Okay. What part I can back it up. He was definitely painting. He had a good painting gig. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just doing that and then going to parties every weekend. Silly, like well, it's just the same stuff. In Long Island, in center. The, the no, area. no. I, I live in Delaware, like right outside of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. I thought they'd be yeah. like a little bit more, you know. Oh, don't do this. Okay. Well, that's that's good. At least you guys survived it. What? Yeah, okay. it was pretty cool. Huh? It was cool. It's fine. Nothing really was any different for me. He may come off as a goofy prick, but he lives a pretty wild life. You know, he's a stripper banger and one of those, you know, fellas. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? like, but you're you know, a male stripper, what? You know, he like parties with strippers <laughs> and he's that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually did. I actually did. My business took off during the pandemic. What's your business? A web developer. So I oh, had, right. I had, I had my clients calling me left and right. You already work from home anyway. Right. And I already <laughs> have my office at home, but I had clients calling me. I need to put a COVID up uh, statement on my website. How am I going to drive business when I can't meet with people? So I was, I was fucking busy, man. I, you know, knock on plexiglass. I made a lot, I made a lot of money during the pandemic. So I was, <laughs> that was cool. I mean, that was a, that was one plus, you know. Well, it was a plus for me. I mean, I put uh, five thousand dollars worth of parts into my Barracuda, so I'm happy. <laughs> Are you Italian? Greek. Oh, it's almost the same thing. When you said Barracuda, I'm like, this guy's either like a full-blown Guido or like something like that. <laughs> Guido's are Greek too, you know? So are Armenians and all that shit. It's just, they're Jewish Greeks. Well, no, they're Jewish Italians or people that think they're Guidos, but they're like Jewish or something. Yeah, so it's the same thing. Yeah, just it's pretty much anybody on Long Island. But yeah, that's how we talk. That's how we talk with the gold chains oh, yeah, around. Okay. Cool. Around cool. Yeah, you know, okay. talk like that, huh? Yeah, talk, yeah. Talk. Um. So what goes into your writing process now? And what could you say about the album you're touring on? 
it's a good question. So, I mean, um, I don't write music melodically. I write music in a, uh, like a rhythmic, rhythmic kind of like a uh, percussive way. And, you know, like I said, death metal, the style we do is a lot of that. Jin, 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 jin. So you find a cool ass pattern and you just go with it. And, um, you know, there are obvious, there's a obvious, there's a formula to what we have to do to stay as a death metal band or an extreme metal band. There's got to be certain things, the double bass, the fucking, you know, the fast riffs, the fucking tough parts, the, but um, we don't really ever go into going, all right, we got to write this fancy long fucking part. It's going to have this crazy intro. You know what I mean? It's really just about coming up with a cool ass riff that we can build a song around that we can throw some fun tricks and trinkets into that we can uh, come back to a few times in the, and just make people fucking that. I want people to fucking just be able to bang their head every fucking song, nod their head every song. That's what we want. Um, as far as when I'm hearing a song in my head, it's going to just just be cool and groovy and uh, tough, you know? Yeah, I, I mean- And I, if we think too much about it, then we're fucking up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely an instinctual kind of uh, writing. I tend to write stuff that's a lot- um, Although Chris and I kind you of- write, write more intricate than I do. For a little more intricate and a little darker sounding. Um, that's just because where my headspace is at. Like I grew up on Black Sabbath and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's got that dark kind of sound to it. But it's still the same. Like Chris said, it's it's always got to be groovy. You know, it's always got to have uh, payoff. It's got to have payoff parts. Right. Like there's no parts that are just like, God, when's the next cool part, the next fun, catchy <laughs> part that we're gonna enjoy. It's all got to be cool ass parts that kind of work all together. Killer, in no filler. All yeah, killer, all no killer, filler. no filler. It's got to be cool ass parts that work together in the context of a song. And you know, I grew up on regular ass rock and roll, Beatles, Springsteen, you know, shit like that. Before I ever heard heavy metal, so I always want to go verse, chorus, verse. Big ass fucking middle part, bridge, chorus, big hook, big old fucking, and then of course because it's death metal and I want the mosh big old ending, tough nasty riff that fades out halftime, something like that. You know, there's a formula to it, but um, but we shake it up. It's yeah, you got to have little tricks and trinkets along the way. Yeah, yeah, I like the videos you sent me. They were like live and it looked very energetic and fun. It reminded me of like New York City um 90s the ritz you know when cool. we had the shows Perfect. and we had the music then now i have no clue what this shit is like i get these press releases from century uh century media i'm like who are these people with like these man buns and stuff like no 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 no. This horny is just... as hell <laughs> what is it horny as hell that shit does not re resonate with me a lot of the, yeah. whatever is the death core nowadays and the tech death it just doesn't resonate with me it's these nerds tech in front of their laptops bad. trying to impress other nerds in front of their laptops and it's the corniest bullshit in the world and none of them have ever seen a pair of tits in their fucking life and none of them have ever gotten to a fist fight in their fucking life and you can hear it in their stupid music and i hate it so i think what we have to do is put you on tour. <laughs> no that's Nobody funny really you're allowed it. to do that here look i just had teddy hart on my podcast last week that's awesome. it was all over two hours so we're editing it into like three or four parts i i needed like a drink of alcohol like as soon as that was done i'm like i can't man but just people need to be taught a lesson sometimes right so yeah, when you have these like is that a bong he's smoking out of yeah we've yeah. been working on it the entire that's awesome no i i would take some but i'm all the way over here um so <clears throat> you get this whole thing like it's like they almost didn't pay their dues they just have the really cool equipment they think they look cool so i say the answer to that is take them on tour with you like go on a tour with them and what you do is somehow fuck them up it's tough it's you know without saying without being cocky without trying to fucking yeah, kind of put no. it on everybody, uh -huh. it's tough to perform after us 
uh, regardless of who you are. And we play with some of the best in the world. It's tough to play after us, period. Yeah, we're out. We don't win every fucking show. We're out the fucking all-stars every show. We don't get the five out of five fucking five-star fucking reaction every show. <laughs> but what we do every show is make all the bands after us go, fuck, we got to play good tonight. We got to play hard tonight. We got to bang it out tonight. We got to play some of our old songs that have those tough-ass riffs in it, whoever it may be. Because we always play hard. Oh, that's yeah, fine. We I just, mean, we just, just we just we 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 don't we don't take any fucking prisoners live. Just none. Yeah, you might be no, answering the last show. Yeah. I mean, we just played. We just annihilated his pants. We just played. We played seventy thousand tons of metal. You know the metal crew. Yeah, I know. Yeah, those are fun. And him and I were we we were we were in the audience the whole fucking show, just swinging at people. You know. So I mean that's 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 what our live show is like. I'd say you know, ripping death yeah. metal. Yeah, we just go. It's it's I we was go hanging from the fucking ceiling. The first yeah, night. yeah, yeah. We go for the throat, you know, always. Yeah, you know the thing with those cruises. I'll tell you what it is. Like you're right. on a cruise with people. There's a boat. Okay, you're in international waters, which is the good part of this because different laws apply in different parts of the world. You don't know where you really are. If you don't like someone, where do you go if you're going to keep running into them? You're like, what would you say? Hey, what would you just, what's the solution? What go answer? Throw what was the solution? <laughs> Throw them off the face. Exactly. See, that's why I don't do those. Um, I did the Scandic one once before the Nordic one when Napalm Death played, and uh, that was great, but it was all these like, big fucking drunk guys and they're like hanging out in a jacuzzi it's like no viking of, viking culture viking is virgins. goofy as hell and they're ryan virgins. hung out in the jacuzzi with a bunch of drunk guys all, all, all. Not. that was you so i'll tell you the idiot. first the first time we did it in 2017 or 18 it was us and like cannibal corpse and sepultura and mishuga and some like tough band it was insane balls, and it was killer and it was sold out and this last time it was us and dragon force and 60 virgin metal bands that i never heard of before in my life and dragon was, force is good though that's were sick. That's we party, party, one of the one of the shit. i don't like it i don't like but it. it was legit 60 other bands i never heard of in my life and jungle it was fine oh jungle rock was cool as fuck but like the reaction and the crowd wasn't as rabid as the last one we played because of the lineup this time it was like a little soft yeah. soft we so yeah, if anybody up. had an ounce of testosterone in their body on that boat we, that we fucked them up. They were like, oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. These dudes are actually, you know what I mean? They're not playing fucking uh, Lord of the Rings music right now, you know? Ooh, 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 oh, God, Lord of the Rings. I've never even seen that. Um, so here's my question to Mr. Fine, Dark Kyle. Funeral back there. And Good. I keep forgetting your name. I'm so sorry. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. Okay. He's very quiet. Brother. Very quiet person. I don't know if he's murdered someone yeah, or done something crazy. Right. He's a polite young man. <laughs> got me all high, you know. <laughs> yeah, that that's good. So if you weren't playing in this band, if you weren't in internal bleeding, what would you be doing with your life? Uh, probably just partying fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a job. What's up? A job. Oh, I I DJ weddings. I deliver pizza. I fucking <laughs> do whatever the fuck. To do to make money, and uh, then I come down here you and find one and play the drums. That's he really does party with the best of them, though, man. Holy shit! <laughs> what are your thoughts? When Kyle gets drunk, he gets in fight with fights with cement poles. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. Bushes. <laughs> last <laughs> time, last time we we played a show, we played a show in Atlanta. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, we think Kyle we, was drunk. We suspect somebody like slipped Kyle something in his drink. Oh, wow. He was so fucked up that he started getting. We were in a parking garage, and you know, I have the big <laughs> cement <laughs> holes. 
He started a fight with one. He rolled around. He Literally was, started saying, are you fucking shit to me? I, I rolled around in my pee. I, 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 I ripped my uh, pants that night. And he rolled around in my piss. Oh, God. <laughs> he rolled around in my piss. Something else, dude. Like, I've, seen him, I've seen him drink 20 fucking beers. I've seen him drink an entire bottle of tequila. And he's fine. He, he, this, this is week, what he this does. Weekend, he that. had three fucking drinks at the show in Atlanta. Ooh. And he was incapacitated. Where I had to carry him through the airport. It was a mess. It, it was, was scary. Def- somebody we were... definitely fucking. There was somebody in his glass. Yeah. Somebody who was partying with somebody. Fu- I don't know. We don't. We don't know. Yeah, it was fucked up. We're lucky so got we got him on the flight home. But if anybody can handle it, it's him. He wrote it out. <laughs> like a no, I'm sure. I mean, he looks like a very um sturdy person. I guess. Uh, so tell us about the new album. All right. So we're working album, on doing, CD, um, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's um we're just about finished writing the entire thing. We still got to track it and put some of the artwork and all that stuff together. Um, but it's going to come out hopefully by the end of this year, depending on, uh, so vinyl, vinyl plants are, are backed up for eight, nine months. So if I handed you the album today finished, it could take eight, nine months just because vinyl plants are that backed up with other albums in the works. It's just how it is for some reason in the world. That's what everybody tells me. So, um, by the end of the year, hopefully, uh, it's going to be called settle all scores. It's the seventh internal bleeding album. Um, it's got eight or nine nasty motherfucking songs on it. Uh, this is the lineup that's going to be on it. Um, tight as fuck. Ryan's playing tight as fuck. Steve's vocals got so fucking sick in the last few years. It's going to be killer, man. Um, and we're really going to settle all scores. I mean, I have I have a lot of access to grind for doing this. I'm the founder of the band. And we've been fucked over for like 30 years by bands, people, people in the industry, this and that. I'm going after every one of them. A lot of promises. Finberg? Would you, would you work for Finberg or something? Did he book your show? Our first U.S. tour our first U.S. tour in 95, 96, we, Finberg booked it. It was us in Six Feet Under and Immolation. It was a great tour, but Finberg tried to not pay us. That didn't work out too well for Finberg. We cor- we cornered him and got him to pay us, but yeah, he tried to. Isn't he like in Indonesia now with like underage girls or something? Um, well, not he today. has a bunch of charges here um, <laughs> that he's not coming back to face. And normally, when I hear this whole "me too, me too, you too," this bullshit with girls, I don't always believe it because ninety percent of the time, it's one bitch who is drunk and cheated on her boyfriend, doesn't want him to find out, and then they say he got raped. But with Finberg, he's a he is a rabid. Um, He's a walking Me Too movement. So yeah. I believe every, I believe most of the stories out there about him. I dealt with him at the Metal Fest, the very first New Jersey Metal Fest in Asbury Park. And he was trying to like come into my room when I was changing and I kicked him yeah. out. He had a skullet at the time too. I'm like, you just, you dropped me off here and I get the fuck out. So he got out. Um, and I just said to Jack, he, he ran the Metal Fest. I'm like, just don't ever send that guy by me again to pick me up. I want nothing to do with him. Fast forward to when I lived in Norway, he came to Norway and he tried to stick us with like a 2000 US dollar bill for drinks. He invited me out to drink with some of the guys from Nightwish and some friends of mine. So he was outside on his phone and I've seen him do this to bands. He's outside on his phone and he can't pay the bill. I got him back in the bar to pay the bill. Good for you. So that's, I mean, then Mortician. He, 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 he was a, he was a, that's crazy. No, he's a piece of shit. shit bag. Yeah. Mortician, like with Will. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Will from Mortician pulled a sword on Well, that was because of me, actually. I didn't know what he was doing. I was hanging out with Suffocation and Exodus at BB King's, and I saw Will backstage. Will comes over me. Hey, Jazz, do you, 
which one of these guys is Svenberg? Is he here? I'm like, oh yeah, that's him right over there. Do you want me to introduce you? No, 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 it's okay. So he knocks him out upstairs, like throws him over the bar. And then he starts drying drinks on his credit card for everyone. Finberg comes back across the bar and Will knocks him out again. Yes. A few days days fast forward, uh, Exodus is in LA with suffocation. And I was, you know, I went to see the show and I see Finberg. I'm like, oh, what happened? You tried to kiss your mother or something? So it turns out that he still had the black and blue eyes. But yes, it's all types. I just, when you said fucked over, I had a feeling this would be one of them uh, that Finberg's in that list. Let me have some of that. Um, Yeah, he's a fucking, he's a fucking shithead. (laughs) <laughs> so settling all scores it's dedicated to people like finberg right and who else so all scores yeah fuck there's, there's even people who have done fucking way worse than that or at least haven't held up their end of the bargain or people have fucking straight up ripped us the fuck off or ripped off prevelis and it's just about it's just fuck them you know what i mean it's time time i mean i I, I, it's, I got i gotta get i gotta get this shit off my chest you know you know I I, so, so it's funny i met you in 1999 in Milwaukee, you're never going to remember this, but I met you. I have a, I have actually have a picture of Chris me was the only the, guy that didn't have long hair. Yeah, I was the only guy in the, in, in the auditorium with no. But uh, I got a picture of me and you at, at the 99 Metal uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest. It's funny. Yeah, I was there. I was wrestling, I think, too, right? Yeah, I think you and were. I wrestled Sherry Martell at that show. We had yeah, a I think so. match, I think, and I wrestled I think so. her. So that, that was, was like, fun. huh? That was so fun. Sick. No, we had fun. It was really cool because it's when I was um, still training in Memphis. I was in ECW, but I was still training in Memphis. And, um, you know, it was fun working with her. Unfortunately, she's dead. It's like all the good ones die, right? Yeah. You know? It's like, shouldn't be, it could be Kardashian or something. I remember huh? you and Francine going at it back in the day. That was awesome. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun. No, it totally. Actually, it was fun. I'm grateful for like all those days. It's kind of like the same subculture and metal. You know, we have the same crossover fans. So sure. hopefully you get to play at the New Jersey show one day or even come out to the next show in March. Where are you going on this tour? What, uh, what cities? Uh, very exotic locales in the Midwest. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Brooklyn, Grand, Brooklyn, Pittsburgh, Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids, Michigan, Toledo, Toledo, Indy. Indianapolis, and Columbus, Ohio. But all sold out, which is really great, except for Brooklyn. So if you're listening, and this is it's not going to be live, I don't think. But if uh, but uh, most of them are sold out already, so we're really pumped on that. It's going to be cold as fuck in the Midwest. Uh, um, you we'll know, the these Midwest. are uh, what we call tertiary markets. But so, the headliner, uh, <laughs> Sanger Superlog, this is their fucking, this is their area. That's their territory. There's right. three. Right. Was it? Uh, Sanger Superbog is the headliner, and this is their hood, man. They're a big, big band from the Midwest. They're Ohio band. And they got these fucking markets on lock, and we're just gonna fucking go to these towns uh, and fuck shit up. Yeah, fuck it up. Do some drugs, bang some heads. That's it. Eat some food. Eat some weird food. Yeah. Yeah, have some good food. I'm just wondering if in Ohio, if that's close to where they had that, um, like in Palestine, if that's in the bad area where they're having all these issues. So you know we're near there. I hope. Uh, Take a couple deep breaths outside. See what happens. (laughs) Yeah, let's just do that. Let's breathe Ah. the COVID in. Ah, that well, the government said the water's just fine. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll go ahead and get on drinking that Kool-Aid like yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. um, so Fish are bubbling way- up, you know, but uh, the water's yeah. fine. Sure, no problem. You just, you know, <laughs> all your hair or some shit, no big deal. Um, is there any way you've not played yet that you want to play yeah. overseas, especially? Australia. Yeah, for, for sure. I was going to say Australia. Australia. Um, we haven't played Brazil yet. We've done Colombia, which was unbelievable. We haven't done Brazil. That's like really up there for me. Um, we haven't done Korea. so like Thailand, Philippines, like, and shit. We've done Jamaica. 
we've done Japan and we've done uh, Indonesia, which were unfucking believable. So I'd love to do the rest of Southeast Asia. Love to do Australia, New Zealand. Um, love to fucking play Hawaii. You know what I mean? Australia's Australia's bucket list for me. That that's my bucket list. Where are we going? Australia is no. my bus bucket right. list. As a teenager, which one? <laughs> Ryan, what's your? Uh, I just want to go to South Korea. He wants to go to South Korea. And, and Australia. Australia sounds cool. Iceland okay. cool too. Brazil. And then you guys in the back, please. Uh, like Egypt or some shit. Okay. No. I know of an Egyptian metal band, actually. That's, like That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Terrible ride a camel in Egypt. I kind of want to go to Greece. Yeah, I'd like to do Greece yeah. too. Those are all great places. And if you want to go to Hawaii, I'll try to find my friend's information for you who books all the death metal shows there. So maybe there's a potential. Yeah, I still have contacts somehow. But that's good. I know. I like used to live in Hawaii. You said there were death metal shows all the time. Good. So then we shall go. Well, they got to have something there. I mean, you get island. What are you going to do all day? Just, you know, play a little and Oh, drink, drink, drink Kona coffee all day long yeah i guess you could do that uh, <laughs> so is there anyone you haven't played with yet that you want to play with on tour there's a lot oh man for sure i mean we've uh there's definitely a ton of so we got to play with slipknot a few years ago which was fucking unbelievable um i would have loved to have been on like a a, a festival bill with slayer or something but now I, I would love to play a festival with pantera or fucking local um you know be you know get on a fucking leg of a fucking Pantera tour would be fucking unreal. Um, it'd be killer if Hatebreed brought us out. Hatebreed's never taken the band out. I'd be took Hatebreed out back in the day. It'd be killer if they reciprocated one of these days. Um, at Metallica, man. I mean, if the Metallica had some stupid fest or if we played Hellfest, every band in the world gets to play Hellfest, except for us, you know, and the Metallica headlined last year. That would mean I could have hung it up after that. But uh, we, yeah. play with Chugo, we play with fucking Slipknot. We play with all the big guys, but there's a few, man. Um, Misfits with dancing would be killer. Yeah, that would. Oh, I'm yeah. excited to play with Killswitch Engage. Oh, we're playing with Killswitch. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, in November, that's gonna be really cool. So shout that's out Killswitch Engage. That's gonna be sick. What is this in November? It's uh, us in Metal Fest. Mexico Metal Fest. Yeah, Killswitch Engage and a bunch of bands and us. Monterey. Monterey. It's gonna be. Oh, killer. Monterey Metal Fest. Yeah, I know the promoter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's all be a lot of fun. It's a lot of satanic Hispanics there. So it's a, it's a very good market for what you're doing. They go crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they go crazy. We get, we got a lot of them. Well, you would know. We, I mean, we get a lot of them in Queen, from Queens and stuff to come to shows. Like, they're crazy. We just, announced, just on the boat. Uh, uh, obscene Extreme too. Yeah. And we're doing an Obscene Extreme in uh, Czech Republic great. this summer. Can't wait to watch That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Schlack's band is playing that. Suffocation yeah. is on that. Carcass and is Rippler. on that. Yeah. 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 So what would... I mean, obviously, if, if it was possible, Discord I would love to play to play with Black Sabbath, but that'll never happen. Oh, so. Never yeah. say never. And you guys in the back, who are some of the bands you'd like to play with that you've not played with yet? Oh, shit. Uh, don't say that. Don't embarrass me. Behemoth, maybe. Behemoth. Behemoth. Behemoth's great, yeah. Rammstein. Yeah, Behemoth. Oh, my God. I couldn't see us play with Rammstein. Maybe. That's kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he wants to rock the flaming cod piece, is what he, I had a feeling that's what he wanted to do is do some kind of gay shit like up there. Uh, <laughs> hey, I what, get to go. What, what's that's what Steve want to play with? Well, yeah, Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, I want to play with that. Of that's happening in May. We're playing, uh, oh, yeah, Baltimore, Hell, Hell in the Harbor, right? And it's got Cannibal Corpse and Dying Fetus. So, and, this this year, that so they usually do um, Maryland Death Fest every year. Memorial yes, Day that's where it is. Okay, in mm -hmm. the harbor. And this is one year that they're taking a break from it. So somebody else stepped in 
and decided to book a two-day fest in that same That's area. Sick. And it's got a killer fucking lineup. It's called Hell in the Harbor, Cannibal Corpse, Us, Dying Fetus, Fetus Misery Index, Sang Sugabug. Playing with a lot of bands I want to play with. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Tons Everybody's of playing this. Tons shit. of sick fucking bands. No, I, was, I wanted to go to that, actually. That's you really should. weird. So go. <laughs> when is it? You're, March you're an independent young woman. Go. It's Memorial Day weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna think about it. It's one of my other, which uh, my friend and I wanted to go. She needs to take a trip somewhere. Oh, right. be a fucking party. Yeah, you should go. It's gonna be fun. So we're, I'm slowly checking off all the bands I want to play with. Yeah, we're, we're playing with a lot yeah, of bands. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Especially at Obscene Extreme, there's a lot of like weird, fucking stupid Pretty bands cool. that only I care about. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once you go to those festivals in Europe are like so much more organized in these festivals here in the States. Like that's one thing I've learned. So you'll have a really good time in the Czech Republic. It goes off the hook. Oh, there. Yeah. And, also, and also the thing, the thing about Europe is they actually treat their artists decently. Yeah. You know, like, you know, in America, it's like, can we get a bottle of water, please? And they're like, no, you know. And Europe, they're like, what do you want? With gas or not gas? You know, they're, they're, it's it's yeah. a totally, totally different mindset. I mean, in America, it's just like, we're lucky if we get fucking scraps to fucking eat, you know? Really? And they give you pizza every See, Like, here's like, five bucks. It's tour, like, what are you going to buy with five fucking bucks? Touring culture, at least for heavy metal bands, is totally different over in Europe. We definitely get treated a lot better, you know, like, the smorgasbord, the sweetest like, I mean, table fucking at fucking, and- yeah, I mean, it is a lot, it's a lot of cold cuts and a lot of weird juices that you wouldn't normally drink at fucking, <laughs> but I mean, they're there and room temperature beer, but it's better than nothing like you get in America, you know, like, just what it is. A lot of juices, you know. It's healthier food when you eat it there. Yeah. I mean, when I lived there, I didn't, I mean, yeah, I yeah well, it's definitely, don't it's, eat. it's definitely <laughs> healthier food. Like, the one thing that always blew my mind is, is, the food in a gas station in Europe yes. is better than 90% of the yeah. food in America. That's bullshit. I've had some pretty shitty baguettes. Oh, it I, depends I, where you were and like what- I don't know. I don't know. When we were in Germany- we were in Germany Yes, the schnitzel. With a chef's hat behind the carving table with the shaping dish, carving out some sort of fucking like pork tenderloin on a ceramic- At a gas station. With fucking uh, real silverware with a folded napkin. And he gives me two different gravy options. Come on. Unbelievable. And then we'll go, oh, we'll, uh, we'll get 40 on pub six. <laughs> no, it's good. Then they also have showers there. You could use a lot of bands tour through there. And um, like the showers are really nice and everything. You kind of just go and stop there. You take a shower, you go get some uh, schnitzel and then go wherever oh, you're going to go next, you know? Yeah, we, oh, we haven't been to Europe uh, properly in probably five years at this point. We played a couple of wacky one-offs and stuff and then everything happened a few years ago. And we that's haven't been back summer. since. Um, but yeah, so so we're really pumped to get back to Europe at some point this summer. Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll happen. I, oh, I promise. Oh, you're killing so, yeah, me. So, by so yeah, Czech Republic, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. what is it called? Uh, Obscene Extreme is happening. Yeah. And we're going to that restaurant where we with the angry waiter. What? We ate in Prague last time uh, at a, it was, I mean, a fine dining restaurant, absolutely delicious food. Um, you know, probably, I'd say French cuisine. Uh, I ordered like quail with grilled pear and gorgonzola <laughs> cream flambe or something like that. But the chef looked, I mean, the, the, our, our server looked like uh, uh, Curly from the fucking- uh, Yeah, yeah, from the Three Stooges. Fucking Three Stooges <laughs> with the fucking the apron tied up around his fucking man boobs and just angry as hell, hairy ass arms, <laughs> threw the fucking shit on the table, just like 
Here's your beer, you idiots from America. You know what I mean? But the food is phenomenal. Oh my God. I had a sausage platter. It was so fucking good. I don't know why we're tangenting, but um sorry. Oh yeah, food. No, we're not because we were talking. It's fine. This is how these things go. It's why it's a crazy train. But you, you know, you guys are also smoking weed, so maybe it's making not you get me, the lunch. Man. Not I. Not me, not him. I am. I only drink. Give me that. Yeah, but I get it though. That's I bet there's a difference with Europe versus the States. Like you're lucky if you get anything from today. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, even when we were on the when we were even when even when we were on the boat a couple of weeks ago doing the same, we couldn't get fucking water. Like we had a bag to get water. On the boat, they didn't want to give us water. That's what I'm saying. We don't want to talk shit about the boat because they did take care of us for some for some degree. But that the water the water thing was hilarious. Would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> if you want just water, jump in the water, just jump in the ocean. Jump in the ocean. It's right. that simple. Just go in the ocean. So let's all have a drink. Right. Yeah. But we we played a lot of shows. Yeah, on... Don't drink from the uh, faucet, but you can't have all the yeah. Right. Just scam. Figure it out. We played a lot of we played a lot. Of, we've done a lot of tours where in the U.S. where like <laughs> we're stuck in wind where they're like they're like you get one bottle of water. Everybody gets one bottle of water and a five dollar dinner buyout. I ended up with like a bunch of water. I don't know what happened to you. <laughs> I had tons of fucking water back in the room. Maybe I got all these. Yeah, me. But whatever. It is. It is what it is, right? It keeps you tough, and and um, it keeps you lean, and it keeps you hungry, and whatever. You know, you have to deal with it. I, I guess. Know. I don't know. I don't That's really. Yes. Huh? Some you, people don't eat. Like I even, you know, it's just whatever. So. We're still grinding it out thirty years later. I mean, can't be exactly too well he's on a diet because he ate ice cream during the pandemic and put on right like yeah i know i have to right? hold that weight again and i got on a diet he's like he's like wait a minute let's get seven pies yeah, like, for dinner okay, when, I'm already thinking, <laughs> of, when i'm already thinking of what we're gonna get at, at waffle house three days from now oh, we're at waffle yeah house. i'm ready to get this tour going though, to be honest. so what's your what's your uh uh hash browns order then how do you My get what them? how do you get your waffle uh, waffle house hash browns um, I don't actually, I get like, I like the loaded ones, I guess, but I like their cinnamon raisin toast. I like the two scramble, I like the scrambled eggs with cheese in it. Unbelievable. Right. I and can't the grits. I'm like, mom, make them as good as Waffle House. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> no, Cracker good- Barrel is the place. Like, Cracker Barrel. Barrel. So, you're, so you're, you like grits? Ugh. Yeah. Grits are great. They're fucking I like grits. I like, I like really no, bad food. With, huh? with, peas or, with cheese, cheese or without they cheese. Um, cheese sometimes with butter. I live in the south. Um, brown sugar sometimes. Yeah, like, see, I don't know. I it just like depends. Going the cinnamon brown sugar yeah. recipe. Cinnamon yeah. and brown sugar is for me. Yeah, that's yeah, a delicious combination. You have to eat breakfast there. You know, there are certain places you have to eat breakfast. I normally don't do breakfast. I just have like espresso, um, or like lion's mane or something. Then I go about my business. Um, but yeah, that's the place you have to have breakfast. Yeah. Oh, their hash browns are to die for. Yeah. And, the, and, and of course, and of course the, at, the atmosphere. I mean, it's like a fucking, yeah. it's like it's a, a war zone. It's a dumpster fire, you know? It is. I mean, I was in one of those in Jacksonville one year and some guy came in. This is a stick up, but he was joking with his buddies behind the counter. I don't think it was a funny joke personally, but yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> But it's yeah, funny like when you know, you know, like you order, you order something. They're like, "Let me get my sister brother to get that for you." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> and you can see mullets if you go there because that's where they go to have their breakfast. All the mullets and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. 
The dirtier so, the house, the better. The yeah, the dirtier, the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the dirt. I don't know about that because I don't want to know. That's how, that's how it is. Um, what's, the, what's the server's the, name at your local one? So there's there's only one Waffle House in Lower Slower Delaware, and her the server's really? name is AK47, and she's mean as fuck. Does it. she have face tattoos? No, she's just named AK47. She's just a bitch. No, I feel like Waffle House doesn't really get good until you go down south far enough, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah, across the Mason Dixon for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> or Ohio, even it's really good. Lower there. So AK 47. Yeah, being up north sucks because what do you get? You get yeah. fucking iron yeah. skillet. The place sucks. What the hell is that? It sucks. It's like Baker Square in a way. Well, anything's better than Denny's. I hate Denny's. Denny's sucks. Denny's is the there. worst place on earth. See what I mean? You guys in your fast food, at least you have standards. So that's good. Like, we don't get a lot of fast food here, like where I live. So it's just there's some things. And if you want fast food, it's not that great. I just, I'm really picky about things. Like well, that. Uh, you know what? Ryan and I, the, the, the 12 year old here, if if him and I if breakfast. him and I if him and I had our our way we'd like get salad bars yeah, yeah. every time <laughs> yeah. but it's just Perkins. not you know yeah I Perkins, like, Sizzler all that stuff Sizzler Sizzler <laughs> I used to work never been so did Sizzler. you ever hear um did you ever hear Rustler Steakhouse no it was like it was like a cheap copy of Sizzler I used to work there in high school it was great. Just was that, best, job, best job I ever had. I had sex in the walk-in freezer. There you go. <laughs> in the freezer? And and you we used to, we used to make the steaks. The steaks were so bad that I used to sit. I used to be the grill chef. <laughs> I I pour water on the steak because it was so dry, <laughs> and then just serve it to people. Best job I ever had in high school. So much fun. Wow. What about Ponderosa? That's Ponderosa's is another good one. Now, I never go back to Sizzler after that story. Like, I'm never doing that ever again. I just for the salad, but that's it. I'm even afraid of the salad. <laughs> yeah, I'd be afraid of the salad too. Because you work there, then I can only, like, some of the people that work there, it's questionable, like, where the fuck they're from. And, like, do they even under, like, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, so, fans want to find out more about you and get your stuff. I want to get your socials. Let's do it. Um, Instagram is internal underscore bleeding. We still haven't gotten the real internal bleeding, but we do have the blue check mark now, motherfucker. Um, internal <laughs> underscore bleeding. Uh, He's been so obsessed about the blue really check mark for like years. I got to get one. Okay, and then where else do we go for you? Uh, web the website. We have a very uh, a very big website because I'm a web developer. So it's internal dash bleeding dot com because you can't get internal bleeding dot coms. So it's internal-bleeding.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash internal bleeding. Um, that's really it. That's really it, yeah. Yeah, you can find all that's our personal line. shit off those. Um, Instagram is where we like to send people. Instagram is probably Instagram's the most. good because it's very unhinged because current, they yeah, made the we, mistake of letting me run a lot of We it. put a lot of yeah, stupid <laughs> shit up on there, but it's got all the important stuff. You get right to the to the point with, the, with a lot of the tour dates and the links. Uh, Facebook, come on. Bullshit with us. Chris usually is able to respond to you pretty much right away. If you need to get uh, something off your chest or you want to fucking <laughs> say something about uh, how you don't like the fucking last album that I wrote or something <laughs> like that, you go on fucking Facebook and tell Chris, I don't give a shit. Um, that's it. Believe me, I hear it. <laughs> Chris, we're going to ruin internal bleeding. It sucks. You ruined the band. Sorry. No, what? it's okay. It's cute. It's very, it's very different. <laughs> It's very different. This is very normal and very different than my last guest. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I'll post your socials. But thank you guys so much for coming on tonight with thank me. You. Thank you. This was cool as shit. Thank you so much. Thank you.
No, thank you. Well, much love. Thank Hopefully you. Hopefully we'll see you at an XPW show in the next year when we're uh, really rolling with that. Yeah, maybe even later this year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, it is this year. It is this year. Oh, my God. Yeah, see go. you in Maryland because you're going. Oh, yeah, come on down and hang. Are you enjoying the ride on my crazy train? Woo! Please make sure to rate and review Crazy Train Podcast. Take a screenshot, send it to me in a DM via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and I will send you a free goodie bag. Oh, and Crazy Train Podcast is now on YouTube. So subscribe, Crazy Train Podcast, that's with a K, on YouTube for video interviews and never heard before interviews and some really cool bonus content.